What's going on, everybody? This is Joshua Bishop, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. That troubles are all the same You wanna go where everybody knows your name You wanna go where you can see That troubles are all the same You wanna go where everybody knows your name And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers Where everybody knows your name Even if you're forced to go to the emergency room For a broken shoulder or elbow i don't know if you go to the emergency room we still know your name that's the whole point of the fact anyway this is wrestling cheers where we like to talk about things going on the northeast ohio independent wrestling scene i am your host i am heavy set and we're brought to you by trending topics network and neo sports insiders we preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews. This is a review show, the last of the J-Lit Weekend review shows. Take a whole weekend of shows and split them up into three episodes. Normally we throw them into one, but uh, we did one live the weekend of two weeks ago. We did last week where we talked about the Chandler Biggs Memorial Tag Team Tournament, and this is the finale, day two, night two of the J-Lit Tournament. So what do you need to do about wrestling cheers? You can... Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this fine podcast at. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. If you want to get a hold of us, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. We have a merch store at webmaneuver.net, and we have a new design coming soon. I mentioned it last week. I really put off sending in the design, so my apologies. And that um, we talked about last week. And just kind of a reminder, if you want a Fight Caden Fight shirt, email wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. Put in your order, and we will let you know where to send the money. I'm still working on a PayPal for Wrestling Cheers, so you can send the money to that, and I can buy them. Instead of sending it to my me, my personal one, where I have other bills involved, so I'm not going to have to worry about any of that. Anyway, like I said, we got J-Lit Weekend, day two, and this week I'm being joined by, well, the the man. God, it sounds weird saying that. The man who I was just speaking about. We have the one and only, Caden Ranky. Hello. So, so how are you doing this fine evening? Good. Just good-ish. Good-ish? Ish. You know, last week we, we mentioned about your GoFundMe. Is there uh, anything you want to mention now about it one week later? We've, you know, we've already had, it's already been up a week. Uh, Putting you on the spot. Yeah, here. it's halfway to the goal in a week. That's ridiculous. Anyone that's helped with that, thank you. Is there a deadline with this GoFundMe or is it just like, because I'm not, re- I never really did much with GoFundMe. Or Neither if, have if, I. If it did, There's... it was, I th- for me, it was always like I threw people money and then I didn't worry about it. But I didn't know like if it was like, okay, you have till this date or you have till you pull the plug and be like, all right, you know, that's, we're not getting any more donations so that we're done. Like, how, do you, any idea how that works? Oh, uh, there's no real date set for it. I think it's pretty much until just I take it down. Yeah. And, and the cool thing, too, is you're still getting money. Like, every so once in a while, I'll take a look at it. And as of right now, you know, you have donations from 10 hours ago, 8 hours ago, 5 hours ago, 2 hours ago. Like, people are still giving money. And right now, as of this recording, you're at $5,500 for those who are not smart enough, $5,500. So that's, you're past the halfway mark, and you've had 144 people donate in 7 days. Which is pretty cool. The the support is fucking crazy. Like, when I started seeing donations, I started seeing, like, people, you know, saying, like, that, that they had donated, people sharing it. And I was, like, I was blown away. Like, like this isn't even me, but just, like, being a witness, like, wow, like, we're all, we're all banding together for this. This is pretty awesome. Just right off the bat, it's not like it took time. As soon as I tweeted that, within the first hour. Yeah. That was all over. Just, just. It was cool. And like we mentioned, we get a we'll get a certain bit of 
uh, cut or whatever from the Fight Caden fight shirts. And every cent of it is going to Caden. I'm not taking any cut. Like, I was even, I was, I'll openly admit, I was thinking about, because I have to pay to get it put up. I was like, well, I could at least take my, what I paid to get it put up. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, that's, like, I'm helping with this. This is going to be a little bit that I'm going to put towards it. So every, every penny that comes back is going straight to either it'll go to the GoFundMe directly or just, you know, sending it to you guys, whatever, whatever it's going to take. And you get a cool t-shirt out of it. Not even just that, too. You Like, you, you're going to have the option. Um, hopefully, I'll have more info next week. That's something I'm going to try to do. Next week is, God, next week's going to be a preview show for the Men Around the Lake show, the Dick and Grado's or Grado and Dick's Excellent Adventure. Do we take a remark out about the Joshi? Oh, we can talk about that in a second, too, before we get into everything. But um, <laughs> So next week, we'll hopefully have more info but how things do work through what a maneuver because i like i've i mentioned last week for those who didn't hear it they can't publicly sell it and that's something i i'm not going to put on social media only because i don't want to trace back to them but i can put it here in audio form because i don't think wwe's tracing through podcasts to find all this information hey you never know <laughs> but basically um if you go to whatamaneuver.net and you actually look at our store or even uh you know kick out of twos or all the other some of the other you know friends of us that are uh, on there and you you can see that like for the wrestling cheers you can get the wrestling cheers shirt the, like the logo the main logo that's like the cheers uh logo you can get that on a shirt a tank top a hoodie uh whether it be zip up oh, no, no, i don't think they do zip up i think they just do pullover which is fine um they do i know baby onesies they have they have a couple different options so before we only offered fight caden fight shirts and that was back two years ago now, like, if you want a hoodie, like, you're like, hey, you know, I, I like wearing hoodies, or, you know, fall's going to be coming around, and you're going to want to help support and everything. Like, every, any little bit to help support, like, it's, it's obviously going to be worth it, and you're going to get, you're going to get something to wear out of it that you can wear today, tomorrow, next year, and so forth and so on. Like, I still have my wrestling cheers hoodie and shirt, and they're pretty, pretty durable. I don't know if how the quality is going to come out compared to the original run. Well, see how that goes but i think all in all you're still getting a good product for a good cause soon <laughs> soon yeah the um, as of right now like i said i re i hardcore put off sending in the graphics and i just did it before i got on the call with caden so i'm, I'm gonna he probably hear back from them tomorrow before this gets posted hopefully by the time this gets posted i'll have heard back from them and we'll have the ball rolling but it's something that we are for real about it's a thing that's happening it is and then we we've had some matches announced for next week's show. Grado and Dick's excellent adventure. Have have you even seen that movie? I have not. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, your expertise outside of wrestling is very small. Yeah, no, it's just wrestling. Like we had a conversation on Twitter today, and I was like, I'll ask Caden, but I have a feeling he does not have an opinion whatsoever. It is what is the best version of the joker i get certain references with movies and stuff but it's not like i'm a movie nerd you're not i'm really not i've <laughs> always the fact that the incredibles 2 is coming out and i'm going to see that <laughs> i've always... I'm gonna be five years old forever yeah, yeah. how do you think i feel like, about uh toy story same way <laughs> i was i was like nine or ten i think when that came out and it, they're coming out with four and i'm I'm going to go see it. Hell yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I've, I was going to ask you. I'm like, man, he's definitely has no opinion. And what, what you're saying, like, you know, you're definitely a, a, a wrestling guy. I've always felt like for me, I heard this expression. I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's 100 percent me. I'm a jack of all trades, but a master of none. So I feel like I have opinion about a lot of stuff or expertise on a lot of stuff. But I'm like, I'm not like the be all end all. Like, I'm like, I love wrestling. I do what I do. But when it gets into certain aspects of it, it's just I like I don't have the time. I, that makes sense. Like, I think half of the like women's wrestlers, especially like if you're Japanese, like, I don't know who you are. I don't watch. Um, I got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't watch any of that stuff. Like, granted, if some of these wrestlers make appearances at places that I've heard of or with wrestlers I've heard of, like, obviously I'm a fan ever since we've seen her at AIW of Shotzi Blackheart. Like, I want to see more of her. And then I recently discovered, I think right around the last whole big Shimmer event, was 
she has a tag team partner, or at least a newer tag team partner. Uh, Harlow, I believe her name is. Yes. I really like her. Harlow O'Hara. And I found out she has a French Bulldog, so it makes me like her even more. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm always learning about, you know, new people, because it's just so, so vast. But I remember, like, finding out about her. I'm like, oh, she looks kind of cool. And then I think I followed her on Instagram, and then I seen a picture or a, a Instagram story of her dog. And I'm like, oh, you have a Frenchie. We're best friends now. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking, that was a kind of a good transition. I mean, granted, we're not going to do a whole preview, but there's just one match. Actually, let's talk about the other ones really quick. Just naming them off. What has been announced as of right now? Spider Nate Webb versus Dominic Garini, Zach Thomas, Ryder Reed, Wes Barkley, and Tom Kwando versus No Consequences. The absolute the, um, new students versus new students. Yeah, the new students versus the new new students. Um, the absolute title match: Nick Gage versus Greta Thats. <laughs> it's making me really mad that we did not see Colt Cabana versus Nick Gage, which we will get to shortly. Kikataro versus Kikataro versus Dick Justice. And the first match announced, and you're gonna have to help me with his name, but we have Alley Cat making her AIW debut. I would say Northeast Ohio debut, but she did have the old wrestling match. That was a long time ago. <laughs> okay, Alley Cat versus Kaharu Hinata. One more time. Koharu Hinata. I will never remember that. Nope. And the only reason why I had you repeat it is just so people could hear it twice. Because you came in fine. But it's just, I'm like, yeah. Um, Koharu Ki- he- Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I'll, give a, I'll just go find the Wikipedia and tweet that out tomorrow <laughs> after the episode gets posted. The, uh, the uh, matchup. Uh, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to Alley Cat being to debut. She actually made it on my my dream card that I don't think I'd mentioned on here. That I think I started I started a couple weeks ago, and I have these just list of like really cool matches I would love to see either all in the same show. I kind of booked it like all in the same show because I had Kiko. No, I had a uh, Space Monkey in a match, and I changed it because I put him in another match instead of having him in two matches. But anyway, that match for Alley Cat Veda Scott versus. Alley Cat versus Slutty Cat versus Pizza Cat, a.k.a. Shotzi Blackheart. I think you brought that up with me. I did, but I actually, because I, I know I've mentioned it before, that I started up like, okay, here's, I'm just throwing it out there. Here is my dream card from top to bottom. Actually, the first match is my favorite, and the last match is also my favorite. Team Storm versus The Production. Yes. Marco Stunt versus Weird Body. <laughs> Even better. We will... N- have the potential of probably seeing this in a couple of years, maybe. Jordan Grace versus Sleazia Sparks. I already mentioned the, the the cat match. Solo Darling versus Space Monkey. Tim Dance, Kaplan, and Rex Brody versus the Carnies, consisting of Nick Eke, Carrie Awful, and Drip Cassidy. And the my dream match that I've had for the longest time. And I have one person in here who unfortunately can't be in the match, and you'll you'll get which one it is. Marin Fontaine versus Cole Cabana versus Tracy Smothers. Versus Kikitaro versus Dick Justice versus Rockstar Spud. That is the dream card. That's a good card. I can't think of many matches to add to it. I was going to have Space Monkey in that comedy match. But then I was trying to figure out where I wanted to put Solo because I didn't want her to match with Space Monkey. And I'm like, uh, or maybe I think I could have them as a tag match. I'm like, I already have other tag matches. I don't know if I want another one. But I remember wanting Solo and Space Monkey just to work together one way or another. Be a tag team. Be in a match against each other. I think it'd be so funny. But yeah, that's what do, what do you think of those matches? The card? That one? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Trying to not break everything in my room currently. There's no <laughs> room. And I'm hooked up to about three different IVs. Oh yeah, uh, we, we, we did fail to mention Caden is not at home in his room. He is actually in Bethesda. Yay, health stuff. Yeah, so... Yay, possibly finding out a date for the transplant. We'll see. I don't know. And, like, you have the, like, kind of moving on, like, what we had kind of mentioned before, you have the potential of being out for a, a whole year. Up to a year. Up to, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's why I say potential. That's up to a year. That's potential. Could be less. Yeah, could be less. I'm not saying it's it is a year. I'm saying it, it could go up to a year kind of thing. Yeah, we'll find out as everything rolls on. It's definitely going to be like, I'm no health expert, expert, but I know it's one thing, you know, day by day, week by week, you know, they could say, oh, it's going to be seven months and, you know, 
by six, you're pretty much back yeah. normal. Like, it's one of those things. Everything's going to – how your body works and everything. But, yeah, it's going to be – I mentioned this on the last episode. It's going to be kind of weird, you being gone. I was thinking just like, okay, who's getting there early now to wait early in line? Which I always try to, but obviously things can prevent me from getting there early. And then we all sit in on that one side. And I, I did mention last week, I'm thinking about after your surgery, I'm thinking about changing sides. I'm thinking about sitting on the hard cam side, front row. That's going to be the new slide? No, I, it's just me trying it. Like going like, okay, like let me sit somewhere else. See how that is. See, I've wanted to do that for a while, but it's difficult trying to get over there in time to get everyone seats. I think what benefits us is those are the seats we always go for. So, like, we grab them up and, like, we pretty much have that whole row on that side covered. Pretty much. Actually, come to think about it, like, there's very rarely do we have, like, someone sitting with us. Normally from one end to the other, or, like, from the, like, corner of the barricade to the other corner. It's all us, one way or another. For my just announced for the Manor Show next week. Oh, hot news. To Infinity and Beyond versus the production. Okay. Versus the party never stops. Versus the young studs. Okay. The production being Dan Housen and Eddie Only. Hmm. Okay. I wonder where Derek, Magnum, and Frankie are. They have to be in a match too. I think it's going to be Magnum a- just teasing us. He's booked elsewhere. Hmm. Interesting. Remember when? Who was it? There was someone. Didn't someone at a Menor show tease that they were booked somewhere else, and then they showed up anyway? We thought it was going to be PB doing it one time. Whenever, um, whenever he had one of those eerie shows, I don't remember that. But I don't know. I think we've mentioned this before. A lot of the Menor's shows kind of blend together. I don't especially know, especially recently with how many they run. I mean, we we've had a gap literally since the last time there was a Menor on the Lake show, December. I've moved. Actually, fun story. Before showing up to the venue. We took a tour through the apartment that I'm sitting in right now. We went... Sh- and now you're in it. Yeah. We did the tour, which was just us. Sh- we were actually just... We were allowed to show up on our own time and walk through this uh, apartment. And then we drove straight from here to the venue. So... And still got there in time. I didn't get a seat that I wanted. Because Justin Doan was there. Blame Justin Doan. <laughs> um, I ended up taking a nap in his car during intermission. Yeah, there's... We can get into things off off uh, record of things that kind of annoy me about that night. But anyway, um, <laughs> I give them credit. Like, it's been a while. Maybe because of how the winter show was. It's like, okay, let's let's spread these men on the lake shows out a little bit. And yeah, I'll- they the December one wasn't even planned. It just sort of happened, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because I think what it wasn't Jeff Hardy booked the next day. Oh, uh, two days. It was AIW, Mega, then, or no. Hardy was the next day. Yeah. I think he just, he, well, he probably had the show the same day as Mega. Yes, but I was at Mega because there was a fans bringing the weapons match and a TLC match. I was also there. You were. The only time. one Mega show you've been to. The only Mega show I've ever been to. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I got no uh, beef with Mega. You know, I love, I love Traxler. I think for me, it's just how far away it is. And, and timing. Timing and also like when, when shows are. With other, it's like me with OCW. Yeah, which they have. Just a sh- other things are always going on. They have a show the same day or the day after AEW. They're really good at that. I swear that they have so many shows the day after AEW, and I'm like, oh great, AEW one day, OCW the next. Yay! Hey. <laughs> anyway, let's let's get into this card. We're here to talk about day two of the JLIT tournament live from Our Lady of Mount Carmel. In the lovely Cleveland, Ohio, uh, the we started off day two, almost like we started the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Team, which I didn't really talk about. Uh, Steve Guy did come out before that show, and he, he had a couple words, like his own little thing to say about Biggins. And then for this one, since Steve Guy even openly said like he really didn't know JT Lightning, that uh, he needed someone who who did, so out came Pedro, and Pedro got to talk a little bit about JT, pump us all up, and then we we got into the show. And we started off with a semi-finals matchup, Magnum CK versus Matt Justice versus MJF versus Gangrel. I was hiding during Matthew Justice's entrance. <laughs> I went into hiding. <laughs> I, 
I have pictures. I I, I don't. I think I put them in the, our group chat. I don't remember if I did. Uh, during one of the times when action spilled out during day two, and you went like hiding like behind Russell. <laughs> I got like a couple I, good good shots where you're just like, uh. I was not having any of that. <laughs> Usually, I'm standing three feet from it. This time, I'm like, nope, I'm running way over here. We need to get you like <laughs> a helmet and shoulder pads for uh for uh, absolution <laughs> and, like you just like, I'm just like catching people on dive <laughs> you're like i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready justice will really try to dive onto me then oh god someone will use you as a weapon <laughs> mr i make weapons for everybody well you just turned into a weapon <laughs> all right <Let's> go <laughs> God, that would be the greatest thing ever. So, what sucks about us doing uh, this show now, like, as of right now, it's been, you know, a couple weeks since the show. So we have... The entire show is good. Review over. <laughs> and credits. But <laughs> uh, Matt Justice did win uh, via Jackhammer, but something that happened in this match happened again later on, and I think happened even one more time later on after that, is the fun continued storyline of MJF being the son of Cole Cabana. I love this so much. Under, the- understatement. I f- oh, it's so fucking good. Because, like, it kind of seemed like, okay, Cole Cabana is MJF's father. Ha, 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 ha. And we, you know, we we leave the show, and, like, that's where the joke ends. And, like, it all it's all going to be on that show. Well, there was, you know, it was kind of mentioned, you know, like, with us chanting to MJF and other shows. Okay, okay, whatever. Then during this match... Actually, during the the entrance, I think it was, Cabana comes out. I think, what was it like? You forgot your lunch. You, you forgot, like, calling him back. Like, no, you forgot your lunch. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. There, there was a couple of things they did the entire day like that that were great. And, like, even, like, fast-forwarding a little bit, in, in Colt's match, MJF turned it around. Like, he came out. Because there was actually a part during during this match where we saw Colt again, where MJF was like going to the top rope, and Colt comes out saying like, "No, get down! You you have to get down from there. You're you're not allowed up there. That's not safe. Get down." <laughs> yeah, that's not safe. And then we get later on in Colt's match where like MJF comes out. He's like texting on his phone. He's like, "Dad, I need money. I need twenty bucks. I need. I, I we're gonna go out. We're gonna do like fuck <laughs> the commitment." to all to all of this um i don't know what the payoff is i in my own maybe i'm kind of guessing there might be an absolution match somewhere involved we'll talk about that when it comes to there's your future tag champions what colt and mjf yep no i don't think it is i think i think we're gonna get a match and we'll talk about this when it comes to colt's match because that's when it pops up but i think we might see a new member my dream member to duke money but we'll 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 see anyway uh, we had the second semifinals match up next. Joshua Bishop versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Dominic Greeny versus Filthy Tom Lawler. Now, in this match, there were a couple predictions of who we, some of us thought earlier in the year was going to win. Like, my pick was in this match, and that was, um, pulling it up, uh, Tracy Williams. Ed, for some reason, picked Dominic Greeny, who was in this match but he changed it to filthy tom lawler who was still in this match and also that was the original pick from dustin we'll get to another pick very shortly so we have this match and the finish hot sauce tracy williams advances to the finals via crossface proving make it well making my pick stay alive killing both of ed's picks ed mattis and killing dustin's pick that you heard uh two episodes ago of him gloating before the Chandler Biggest World Tag Team Tournament that his pick was still alive. And oddly enough, there was one pick that everybody forgot about. I don't want to look over this match, but I, I will say that pick, you know, was yours, Caden, who was with Colin Delaney, Laredo Kid, and Jody Fleisch. This match was ridiculous. I feel like, I mean, which one? Like, weren't they both kind of ridiculous, one way or another? Because you have, minus Joshua Bishop, no... You know, nothing towards him, but, you know, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, Dominic Greeny, Filthy Tom Lawler, you, that's, as people would say, like, that's your grabs. That, those are your grabs. That's your shoot wrestling, basically. Yeah. Maybe Joshua Bishop's going to be the next shoot wrestler, and we don't know it. Which, I forget, was this the first time we've seen it? Joshua Bishop's new gear? Or, mm. or was that Akron? 
Akron. Okay, that's what I thought. But the more more we see of it, like the the better it gets. Like I I really do like tights bishop. Akron, it was literally just bishop yeah. on the back of the tights. Now this one it's was better. Yeah, this one was a little bit better. So I think maybe those tights were new, but looking 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 awesome. But we had Tracy Williams advance and. You know, just mentioning to Joey Janelle advance. So we have in the finals, Matt Justice, Tracy Williams, Joey Janela. Uh, what are your thoughts on just those last two matches in general? I don't want to co- combine them together, but they did have their own field. I think we we kind of mentioned this in the in the previews and everything of how it turned out to be the first match that I had mentioned. The second of the three was a lot of like a lot of your shooters, a lot of your grapplers, and the fucking the last one was a lot of your fucking high flyers. Which they've been doing that since they started doing the four ways mm-hmm. for Jaywood. They split it towards the same style. I'm so happy they did that. Maybe it's because some of the Jaylet terms I felt like day two they just really dragged. But now I feel like they can add more matches and it doesn't feel like a jam packed card. More non tournament stuff. Yeah. And just have it feel like a regular show. And then this year too, that was uh, a lot of unannounced non tournament matches which we'll get to. Well, I should say the fact that most of day two stuff was unannounced because Thorn like broke his phone or something and none of the pitchers or except like one was saved. And Rest I think beef John Thorne's phone. Yeah. But I've always, I've always stated one of my favorite aspects about AIW. We don't, I, maybe I just feel like we don't see it enough, but we do when there's like mystery opponents or the past year, you know, we've got a lot of matches that were unannounced where it's, you know, all of a sudden we hear like, especially at the beginning of the show, like all of a sudden we hear someone's music and we go, wait a minute, like what, what match is this? What's going on? Oh, we'll try to figure it out. It's like, what? Yeah. And then it's cool. Sometimes like you'll see one opponent come out and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Who are they facing? So the second opponent comes out. Okay. Okay. And then like someone else's music hits. So it's like, oh, three. Oh, are we going forward? Like how, how, how far is this going? I still miss the six way scrambles. <sighs> yeah. I miss the mystery opponents. The more we get of those, like, I would love to see a show. And there's, AW's probably done this in the past, and I know other companies probably have done it too. Give me just a list of people who are going to be in matches. and say, I've and, and tried say, to get this. And say that they're all, well, not like, because technically the Chandler Biggs were on a technical term. They were like, all right, all these people are going to be in the tournament. You'll see the brackets and everything when we get there. So it was like, which was kind of cool. Like someone's music would hit and we go, okay, who's next? Like, especially like no consequences. So, you know, Chase Oliver and Trey Lamar comes out. We're like, okay, who, who do they got? And the music starts again. So it's like, what? No consequences? There's no consequences? Really? So it, I could just imagine where like they say, okay, these eight people are going to be in a match and they're going to be in separate matches. So it's just like you have all those people come out first every time. And then you have their, you didn't have to do it like that. You could even have someone random come out and be like, okay, well, which one of the, the eight that we haven't seen yet? Like, who's going to be in a match? Kind of like PWG's mystery show that they do. Sure. I've never seen PWG. So I, I guess if PWG is PWG, then fine. It's fuck. just a similar concept, except yeah. PWG just doesn't announce anyone that's going to be there. It's legitimately just a mystery show. My only gripe about that, if I if I was a fan going to that show, is sometimes, you know, you want to spend money on, like, certain wrestlers. Like, I remember one time, God, this was, like, Turner Hall, Turner's Holidays, and I was, t- I remember talking to Johnny, and I was like, oh, are you going to be at the next show? And he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to be there. And I'm like, oh, because I wanted to buy this shirt off you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> Like, just corrected me. It was, like, supposed to be a surprise thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, or maybe it might have been Greg. I can't remember which one. But it was the main fact of someone wasn't supposed to be there. It turns out, yeah, they were. And they were going to, I was like, well, I'm going to you know, buy this shirt off you. So they're like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. You're buying my merch. I'll be there. Yeah. It's it's cool to see some of the matches, you know, Jody Fleisch has had uh, this weekend. You know, his opening round match, which I don't have up in front. Well, I do. Uh, you know, versus Andrew Everett, and then this one. Like, I felt like it. I mean, not necessarily he's making up for Hell on Earth, but he, he did at the same time. He got to perform at a hundred percent capacity and not destroy his knee, yeah, or chin. And the fact that, like we mentioned during day one, he got to redo his spot and he got to do it with Andrew Everett. Like they both did it. Like the the off the wall, running up the wall, off the wall spot, whatever you want to call that. So, like I said, we have in the finals. Matt Justice, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, and Joey Janela. And I I asked people during the show, like live on Twitter, like like who do you guys got? 
Like, this is the final three, and then anybody who's following along, uh, they, they threw out who they thought was going to win. And an overwhelming favorite was Matt Justice. Uh, there was only two people who said Janela, and, or was it three people said Janela, but one person said, like, Matt Justice or Janela. That surprises me that Janela, or um, Justice was, like, the overall favorite. The year that Matt, Matt Justice has had, the, you know, the comeback has been... Well, granted, it's, it's over a year at this point, but let's say the past, what, six months? He, yeah, like, just six months alone. Like, he's just stepped it up, had, you know, matches with, two two great matches with Ethan Page. Almost, maybe almost, beating Nick Gage and having a an ECW main event during that match. That's, he, he's winning over the hearts in AIW. And, I, like, I don't know if maybe, you know, he'll be the one to beat Nick Gage or... Whether one year from now in 2019, we're going to look at, um, I almost said Nick Gage, but look at Matt Justice as, oh, he's, he just won Gauntlet or he just won Jaylet 2019. Like 2019 has to be a big year for him. Justice is one of the guys in the next year or so. Not sure if it's absolute champ, but he's going to be main event. Yeah. I'd like to see him as an absolute champ, but I'm not 100% sure if that will happen. He, As of right now, I think he's a contender for, you know, the best year in AIW. Oh, like, 100%. Uh, wrestler with the best year, whatever you'd want to call that, up there. Like, I don't know who's better than him as of right now. But we'll see, obviously, how the year plays out. We still have the winner of Jaylet being able to cash in whenever they want. And, you know, we have an absolution main event who that could that could propel hot sauce tracy williams into you know one of the best years well we'll 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 get into that okay this next match oh my god this was awesome okay non-tournament match so like like we said none of the non-tournament matches were announced so out first came chase oliver and trey lamar okay chase oliver the big bruise on his face poor chase (laughs) Because of what that looked like. Poor Chase. Uh, anyway. It looked like it sucked. Um, so we have no consequences out. You know, the the two that had a very strong showing in the Chandler Bingham Memorial Tag Team Tournament. So we hear Savage Garden, you know, a band from the, the 90s before Caden was born. What uh, are the 90s? <laughs> what? What are the 90s? <laughs> Literally before you were born. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> The day before. That sounds like a fake time. <laughs> anyway, um, so we, we hear the song. It's, it, we we have this moment a lot of times, at least you know, within when our group like we'll hear a song. It's, I mean, sometimes someone changed their theme. That Eddie Kingston, Dominic Greeny, just to name a few. Like, oh, Dom. <laughs> well, Dom we're is like guilty of this. We're like, who's who's this? Is it someone new? Someone oh, old? Oh, it's Dom. Eddie changed his theme for the 75th time in the last month and a half. Yeah. Well, like I said, Eddie too. Eddie was... Yeah, Eddie was bad for a little bit. So, you know, we're trying to figure out who it is. Out comes the Sexpa Bombs. The team form- now formally known as the Sexpa Bombs in AIW. The return of Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett. Besties in the world Maybe one of my favorite Jaylen moments of the weekend. The hardcore AIW fans from 2012 lost it. Oh my god! The the three people that don't like Vega still didn't like Vega. Really? God, how could you? I, I love I Vega because I watched the VOD. You could hear them yelling at him. Oh god! It made me very sad. I I don't I don't understand that logic. The funny thing is there is. Um, She's not really a uh, AIW fan, but you know she used to hang around shows a lot. Named Kristen, and you know she she's good friends with Davey. And oddly enough, her and I were texting the day before because she was at, she was gonna I think she was gonna stop by the after party or something and hang out with people that she hadn't seen. And she was like, "Yeah, you know, if AIW would book Vega more or if it book Vega again, I'll." I'd show back up at shows because I I really miss seeing him at shows. I'm like, yeah, same here. And then about 24 hours later, less than 24 hours later, technically, because that that was before that, right before the end of night one. Out comes Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega. And I I text her. I'm like, did you know? Like, actually, I was Snapchat. I Snapchat her a picture. I'm like, did you know about this? She's like, I literally found out a couple hours ago. Like, she was bombarded, but like, she didn't know. I couldn't fucking believe. Definitely, like I said, returns in the last year 
I, I know it's probably not a permanent thing, but still. Give me one more booking through the year, which actually I I put this out on Twitter. I I think I did this on my personal one. If Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega are booked once again, like for at least one more show in AIW, we are going to try to get an interview with them because I'm I'm I miss those dudes. We're gonna have we'd have a fun conversation. Obviously, I don't know anything that's if anything is in the works or not. But I mean, this year alone, I mean, the past like, fucking two shows, if we count Jayla as one, you know, we've had two returns. Oddly enough, kind of from the same area, if I'm correct, the last two shows. Yeah, with uh, yeah, Gary J and Bessie's in the oh, world. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're, we're only missing uh, Pierre Abernathy and Evan Jules to go, <clears throat> guys, come on. Even though I, Evan said he's done, and I think Pierre's pretty much done. Yeah, they're both retired. Which is sad. Give me... <laughs> Okay, Jail at 2019. Bring back the Chandler Biggs Memorial Tag Team Tournament, which I, you know, I figure we will. Give me one day only. The submissive squad hmm. have Chandler Biggs' team that he wanted to do of the submissive squad with Angelus Lane with them just one night. I think it'd be hilarious. Unfortunately, for the besties in the world, they lost. The Chase Oliver and Trey Lamar won via a shooting star press. My my heart. Very good match. It was it was a very very good match. My heart's broken though that you know besties in the world lost. Like I think I had fun at intermission. Like I didn't even notice they were you know doing pictures because they were they were in like right by the ring where the normal meet and greet guys are. So I was like, uh, like I, I never look in that area because especially I think uh, maybe Gangrel was still signing. Uh, yes. So I, I wasn't looking over there. And I think I was talking to someone. I was like, man, I wonder where Vega and Fitchett are. And they were like, they're right over there. I go what? So like I ran over and like gave Davey a big hug because I I miss them so much because I like I've said I wanted them to be booked in AIW one more time. I think a list of names that I said for the Chandler Biggs Memorial Tag Team Tournament, uh, besties in the world were in there. Probably next year. God, Schedule just, permitting. Let's just fantasy book jail it next. That'd be the fun thing. Okay, we 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 do normally do the the prediction stuff. I think maybe we should add to predictions like a couple people that we think are going to be in the tournament. And this year, I mean, I'm not taking a knock at it, but like it was kind of a a lackluster year. I mean, compared to others. You, yeah, there was nothing wrong with the tournament because it was still an awesome tournament. But when when it came to names, I mean, you just had Marty Jannetty, Gangrel, like of your, your outside. It's Andrew Everett too, but he was a, a last second substitute. But everybody else, pretty much a regular. Jody Fleisch wasn't, but we had seen him, and technically that was announced like way before they started doing graphics and everything. So I don't want to take anything away from him, but I don't know. Like compared to other years, it was the announced lineup was a little bit underwhelming for me but you do if they were still gonna fucking kill it it was gonna be a good tournament either way yeah yeah so another non-tournament matchup we had the production frankie flynn derek director eddie only and don uh well i don't want to say donovan Danhausen because they have his the twitter results up and his handle is still at the donovan allen but he's going by just Danhausen. so we had it's them yeah versus pme big mo and Guido? Question mark. As at least that's what it seemed like. Because okay, for those who who don't know, obviously you know production comes out as a whole. You're not you weren't going to see Magnum because he was already in a match, so it was everybody but him. Then out comes PME. Normal, okay. You know PME. Okay, who's going to be with him? In my head, I was thinking, okay, the Weird World. We're going to see the Weird World experience. Okay, let's. What is it? Well, all of a sudden, you know, Guido's music hits, so it's like Tracy Smothers. Is it Tracy Smothers? Please be Tracy Smothers. Instead, like, because I think we were expecting Big Mo. Big Mo is that AIW honorary member of the FBI. Okay. But out comes Big Mo with Guido in full, you know, wrestling attire. And for those who are wondering, like, why we're questioning in it, because he was supposed to be in a match the night before against Josh Prohibition. Instead, he he explained that he tore, uh, I think it was an MCL or whatever, and he had to find a replacement, and it turned out to be Joshua Bishop, so Joshua Bishop versus J-Pro. So at least in our heads, I was like, okay, you know, Guido's not wrestling tonight. But Lulz. Yeah, so I think they've kind of mentioned it on the AEW podcast, and I think it'll be explained more. It sounds like he was convinced to wrestle night two, or Guido got drunk, and he was like, I'll wrestle. It sounds like they, they wanted, they maybe wanted Janetti to do it. But as you know, he got 
Deadeded. He got what? He got deadeded. Deadeded. Just watch the match with Janela when you get a chance. You'll see what we're talking about. Okay. I, I, I thought I had heard that it was supposed to be Janetti in this match, but they pulled him or whatever they did. So we end up getting the production one via, and uh, uh, I have this in quotations because I'm, well, I'm quoting it, spike slash turnbuckle hook shots to Mo and Guido. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> uh, it was basically... Dan, stabby and stabby. Well, Danhausen grabbed his spike. Eddie grabbed his turnbuckle hook, and they stabbed Mo and Guido. Via stabbing. Yep. <laughs> they won via stabbing because pro wrestling. Uh, do you have any memories of this match? It's... You have the benefit of rewatching it. I did not re- have not rewatched it. Anyway. Yeah, I rewatched it, and I still. You forget I watch like three shows every day. Yeah, you got an issue. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, non-tournament match. Uh, the story for this match is also well. It's in within two things: a, it being unannounced, and b, everything that happened before the match. So, in order of how they came out, we had. Space Monkey versus Andrew Everett versus Gringo Loco versus Lewis Linden. Hey, you want a six-man scramble? This is what it was. Anyway, uh, versus Lewis Linden versus Cheech. It's Bullet Weekend. Versus Cheech versus... Is that Teenage Dirtbag I hear? Is is that Spider Nate Webb? Is he going to come out and just run around the, the arena? Are we going to repeat the song one more time? Oh, yeah, this everything answered the question. These questions are yes. So after all that, uh, the the song I said song replayed again, and Spider Night Web brought in not necessarily a conga line, but like just a slew of fans to like come in the ring for like a minute. Uh, took these kids, put them on the turnbuckles. They you know raise their hands. He take you know take them, put them down, grab another one, put them on. So fucking hysteria. And I think if if people were to pick one of their favorite memories for the weekend this was a big one for many people a lasting memory for a lot of people those kids got in the ring and also now we know that that was kind of mentioned we're going to see spider knit web again at music links we don't have to wait two years for him to come back now i keep forgetting did he do i don't know why i'm, why I'm saying that i could literally look this up it shouldn't be hard of whether spider knit web has done a Men are on the lake show. He is not. He hasn't? Nope. <laughs> the last one he did was AIW against the world. Like okay. okay. Jay that yeah, that makes sense. I would love well, I'm gonna see it. But you know, him doing the same thing at Music Links. For those who have never seen inside Music Links, it is it's, it's not a very big bar. I mean it, it's 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 big enough for the ring, it's big enough for the fans, but if you compare it to, you know, our Lady of Mount Carmel, there's definitely a big size difference just from, you know, the, the area between the walls. So now he doesn't have bleachers to go into. He doesn't have multiple rows of fans going to. This is going to be very, very, very interesting. He'll figure something out. Oh, and it's going to be hilarious because, like I said, that's that's the thing that a lot of people were talking about. And as, as fun as the match this was, uh, it did eventually get started, and there was there was a winner. It was Lewis Linden winning via the Dragon Sleeper. It was just a six-way scramble of spots. Pretty much. And Lewis Linden still being one of the top guys in AIW. Top guy to not hold the absolute title. What if he, like, that's, that might be another one of my picks as of right now for Jaylet next year. And I mean, I'm not committing to anything yet, so I can have multiple picks. But imagine Lewis Linden winning Jaylet and then just, like, randomly cashing in. Because I think that's another thing I'm interested for Jaylet. I like, especially with, you know, with WWE right now, I love the Money in the Bank concept and I love a good cash-in. But I also love it when people wait a long time for a cash-in. And in AIW, what is it? You know, Elgin is the only one to never cash in. And then... Censor like, that. Uh, Cut that out and tell me that was bad. What, what I said or what you said? <laughs> that was bad. Horrible joke. Just... Oh, no, I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it. Damn. <laughs> but, you know, which kind of sucks. Like, he never got the chance to cash in. And then... Uh, how many failed cash-ins have we had? We've had Row, which I felt like was underwhelming. Maybe it's because I love it when the cash-ins are, are s- somewhat spontaneous. We don't see them coming. Whether it be, you know, Ethan Page coming out at the end of Abso. Um, technically, Eric Ryan didn't have to cash-in because he was champion. Um, what other 
like good memorable cash-ins were there hot sauce oh, last oh. year oh yeah hot sauce was a uh, unsuccessful but that was another weird one it was just like oh i want to be champion so absolution cashing in I, I, i'm gonna be in the match yeah i didn't like that that was odd it was very quick that's why i wanted him to win it again i wanted him to win it and be like you know i'm not making that same mistake i'm not going okay i want an absolution match i want to pick my shot i want to pick the moment that i want to cash in like that's I'm I think wait. That's what I'm waiting for. It's for another moment like that. I f- I think there's a potential we might get it from this particular winner. And we'll get we'll get to that. But Lewis London, 2019, maybe Jayla winner. So next up, we end up getting, you know, Cole Cabana versus mystery opponent. You know, it was announced at intermission that Nick Gage had to go to the hospital after the Chandler Biggs World Teddy tournament. Now, do you know any more about this? I didn't really get much on it. It was his elbow. How how bad do you know? I don't know really the full details, but if you saw how it was taped up during the um, tag tournament, I guess it was just severe enough to the point where he had to go. Okay. Something from King of the Death. Okay. So technically, like, it wasn't Dr. Dan. Like, nope, it was totally Dr. Dan's fault. <laughs> he ruins everything. I wouldn't think it. Well, I'm kind of thinking that basically he caused the injury, so that actually makes Dr. Dan, like, hardcore. All right, Dr. Dan's ready for King of the Death. <laughs> oh, oh. <coughs> oh, you got me on that one. I did not expect that one. <laughs> I almost killed Summers. Oh, God. <laughs> My throat was a little dry as is, but that just... Oh, that took it even worse. <sighs> yeah, screw, screw this Dr. Dad stuff. Let's get... Dr. Deathmatch. Yeah, let's get Dr. Deathmatch. <laughs> We already throw toilet paper at him, so we're going to be able to wrap up the the bleeding. Like, why doesn't this happen? Okay, Jesse from Kick Out of Two, like, get everybody else in on this. Like, this needs to be the new thing. 2017, Dr. Dad. 2018, Dr. Deathmatch. Anyway. It's happening. Anyway, so, you know, Colt came out. And he was looking for opponent, and it was very funny. He was claiming to be the the toughest man in the building. The thing I love about Colt's comedic timing and his delivery of you know, being like, you know, I'm the baddest man in this building. Is Nick Gage? He's not here, right? He's he went to the hospital. Okay, well, he okay. Triple check to make okay. sure. Yeah, we sure. Okay, I'm the baddest man in this building, and uh, it was basically one of those things. Uh, well, sometimes. There's so much shit that happens and trying to find a way to describe it all so we have it down is difficult. So the way I, I put it is Colcabana claims to be the toughest man in the building. Mance Warner has something to say about that. So that led us into Mance Warner versus Colcabana. It was uh, Mance saying he was ready to fight and Colt said he was too. So this is the match that we got. I'll take it. It was a good replacement. Oh, it was. Um, Mance is another great addition to AEW. I think we've said it many times before. And Colt versus Mance is, it was another match that I don't think I ever thought that I wanted. But it turns out, like, it was really awesome. It was needed. And I, I, I did have it mentioned here that MJF needs money to go out tonight and is asking Coco Bana for it. So there's a nice picture of MJF ringside. Uh, standing on the side of the ring, uh, asking f- for Colt for money, like in the middle of the match uh, with Colt talking to him. That was definitely a, a fun little bit. And then basically, you know, Colt Cabana won via the, the Superman pin. Now, something that we didn't really note, but do you do you remember the finish? Like what happened with like Mance and Duke and MJF and like all that whole little bit? Uh, do I need to pull up the VOD and go rewatch it real quick? <laughs> there was something along the lines that like MJF kind of got knocked into Duke money or at least into the Duke. And there's a part of me that's wondering, like, are we going to see Mance Warner, Jock Sampson and MJF maybe with the Duke versus Colt Cabana and a couple other people? I don't know who they would be, but I'm just in, in my head just kind of working it of somehow working it to where a mjf joins duke money that's kind of my own personal thing but also adding more to the mjf cult storyline of the uh uh, feud that's could go on between them and that's why it was the interaction between mjf and duke that i was like maybe there there's something there but i don't know if that's wishful thinking on my part or not there's a lot they could do with this it's interesting the the match that we had after this 
Another unannounced match, but it was Hornswoggle and PB Smooth, aka Twins, with a open challenge for the AIW Tag Team Championships. And well, it was accepted by Doctor Deathmatch himself and All Ego Ethan Page. It's stuck now. It is literally going to be Doctor Deathmatch. That this new thing. I, I, it, it needs to catch on. Like. Can we just start making jokes about how hardcore Dan is? We did all the dad jokes last year. Let's come up with all the hardcore things that Dan does. At IWA Mid-South, please book him in a death match. AIW, book him in a death match. Uh, no, no, no. We need him to do a match that has light tubes and stuff. Because. Because why? Because <laughs> light tubes. I mean, light tubes are fun and exploity. I mean, if there happens to be a WrestleRager 3. <sighs> I mean, possible if they have it, but or do you want it to be at IWA Mid South so you can watch like a live stream of it? Or I could be there for it. Just put Dan in King of the Death matches. <laughs> what have I thought IWA was getting was closing? Yes, no, yes, no. Okay, sounds like it's not that I missed something. It's just this is how it works. Yeah, that's pretty much just a normal thing. Because yeah, I thought I heard something. Like, oh man, that sucks. Okay, so if, like there's still like talks of shows. I'm like, really? It's just a normal thing from what I've caught on. As I, I make sure I tweet out 2017 Dr. Dad, 2018 Dr. Deathmatch at Dan C. Rockingham. It's going to catch on. <laughs> it is going to catch on. And anyway, um, and this match, you know, Twins retains via Call the Coroner. Uh, we we did mention the, the post-match stuff. Obviously, all weekend there has been a little bit of friction between Ethan Page and Dr. Dan. And I'm trying to remember what happened because we didn't tweet about it. Dan or uh, Paige wants a. Did he say he wants a title match at Absolution? I think he just wants a match at Absolution. Okay, he wants a match. Yeah, he wants a match at Absolution. So Dan's going to get him in. That's. Who the fuck is going to go up against Ethan Page at Absolution? (sighs) Could it be PCO? My God. (laughs) Canadian versus Canadian. My God. Please be PCO. <laughs> I hope it is. Because, like, it's not going to be a title match because, obviously, the absolute the absolute title match is already figured out. We're going to get to the intense title match shortly. The tag team titles, I don't think, because they just had a shot at the tag team titles, so I don't think they're going to get one again. And unless he's pulling Shayna Baszler out of NXT... And gets a sex change. I don't think, unless he maybe he identifies as a woman. Maybe he identifies as a woman. I don't know, but uh, um, I don't. It's not definitely not going to be that title. So title matches are also. It's got to be a big name. Who would be a big name for Absolution? Like what names out there that if they came to AIW? (laughs) No, (laughs) it would be a big name to, to to wrestle Ethan Page. How much longer does Silesia Sparks have till she can come back? Like 2019. 2019, really? I think. Jordan Grace, Lizzie Sparks, please have that match happen somewhere. Surprised it hasn't in like Smash Smash Wrestling or something. I know. I don't know. I was thinking about Jordan Grace and I was like, you know what really, really, I think sticks out about her? The fact that there's not any women in independent wrestling that really like her. And then as I thought that, I'm like, oh my God, Sleazy Sparks was Jordan Grace before Jordan Grace. Why, why have we had this match? Oh, maybe because someone's banned from the United States. Well. Anyway, so that's what we're going to have with Ethan Page. Some sort of match at Absolution. Everything up in the air of who it's going to be. Hopefully we'll, we'll find out soon. He's getting a match. So next up is the main event of the J-Lit Tournament 2018. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Matt Justice versus Joey Janela. Now, this this is one of those matches where there are eliminations. So, Which I thought Justice got eliminated quite early on, throwing that out there. No, it was down to Justice and... I, I thought he got eliminated early on because did thing into the crowd when he was just laying on the floor there. They were talking oh. to him like he was out. Okay, okay. Yeah, you thought he got in there. Yeah. No, they went on for a while. And yeah. And sadly, death. sadly, my pick was eliminated. Joey Janela pinned Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. So we were down to Joey Janela versus Matt Justice. And by, it got crazy. <laughs> by God, there's another one of those moments or good examples of Matt Justice just killing it. 
and he threw Joey Janela onto Leonard Boobs. <laughs> and um, like Jan- uh, not Janela, but Matt had his head wrapped because I I do believe he got busted open in the the first match. Something that we did went for a dive, and uh, MJF was too far back, I believe. Yeah, so he came out looking like that, and it just added to the punishment. And yeah, you're simply put, your winner of the 2018 Jaylet tournament, Caden's pick, the overlooked pick too, because we never really talked about it. I called it, but Joey Janela. I done called it it. And a uh, special shout out to Joey Janela for stealing the picture off of Twitter and not giving us credit for it. As I say with sarcasm, because, yeah, he didn't. And I called him out on it. And he said, we, quote, threw a hissy fit. So I called him out on putting that up. And I haven't heard shit from him since. <sighs> but that will lead us to, because we mentioned an intense title match at Absolution. Uh, something that none of us really seen coming out from the crowd, out from our side, came Tim Donst. And in the middle of Joey Janela's celebration, attacked Janela and pulled a Bret Hart and broke the trophy. Rest in peace, trophy. Yeah, rest in peace, trophy. Um, Really fucking crazy to see. And Tim Donst has challenged Joey Janela for the intense title at Absolution. So... It's kind of an unspoken thing. I mean, if you get challenged in AIW like that, you don't really, you know, not accept. So it's almost a foregone conclusion. We are going to see Tim Donst versus Joey Janela for the AIW intense title. I'm okay with that. As am I. And you heard it here first because Joey Janela said we threw a hissy fit. I'm going to be rooting for Tim Donst in this match. Justin Summers is actually rooting for Tim Donst. For the first time in... A few years. A couple of years, yeah. Like two to three. It was I was rooting for him against Gage the first time at Absolution. There's a couple more matches I was rooting for him, and then I told him, take nothing personal, I'm just going to start rooting against you again. You gotta I, go back to the gimmick. It wasn't the gimmick, I was just having more fun doing it. And then... You're, you're good at being loud, too, when you're doing that. <laughs> I just yell sucks. Especially really again. loud. Well, because you have Kenny Wang in the back who's always yelling too fucking danced. And then as long as he yells danced, I yell sucks. <laughs> so that is going to be something to look forward to at Absolution. I mean, it's matches that we have now for Absolution. It's that match and Tracy Williams versus Nick Gage. For the absolute title, that's I think that's it. But obviously, with the the Music Link show, there's going to be more. We just don't know them yet. Yeah, the Music Link show next week is going to set up more, and I'm excited for that show. Same. It's five minutes from my house. God, that's I can't believe that's next week. It just crept upon me. That's show 38 for me this year. Good God. Hey, if I'm not even going to go to wrestling for the full year, I might as well hit 54 shows in like seven months. Yeah, I don't know how many I'm at. I'm I'm nowhere near you. I've been keeping track the last few years. I know I'm at basically however many AAW shows, and I think I've been to almost, but not all, OCW shows. I think that's the only two companies I've been to this year. Uh, IWC, one IWC show. That's it. We're even there. <laughs> yeah, but I've that's my one all time. <laughs> that's the only time I've ever been to IWC. That's my one in the last like three years. So I'm I'm sad because when I went, I really wanted to go when Labar was there. Because I actually still have in my corner here in my office the original Fire Labar sign. And I told him that I was going to give it to him if he won it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I want it. And I was like, well, you're going to be at Night of Superstars. And he was like, my daughter is going, I think it's his son or his daughter, but his, his baby was going to be born like the next week or something. And he's like, he's like, I can't swing it. And I was like, in between that and WrestleMania, he's like, eh, I, I just can't do it. And it sucks that like he couldn't be there, but... That was still a, a very fun show. Got to take my best friend with his son. Like, they had never been to an independent show before. Literally, the first wrestler I introduced them to was PB Smooth. Fantastic. Because I seen PB Smooth as we were walking into the, the gym where all the meet and greet stuff was going on. So I, like, walked right up to him and me and him started talking. I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is PB Smooth. So they, like, they see Tim and they go, oh, damn, like, he's tall. And then right after that, because I wanted to get some pictures and everything the first people i went to after that was none other than team storm but that's, because they're good well because they're good and for me it was i have 
had pictures with Argos and Pollock. And oddly enough, they were both at different promotions. And I wanted a picture with R.C. Dupree. So I ended up getting that picture with him, and they were all taken at different promotions. OCW with Argos, uh, PCW with Pollock, and IWC with Rene Dupree. And side note, Rene Dupree... What did I say, Rene? R.C. Dupree. <laughs> different people. Bye bye. So close. Well, R.C., Rene, R. Dupree, R.C. Dupree. Anyway, you know who I met. R.C. Dupree. He was actually in the crowd for Jaylet weekend. He was. And I'm I'm very honored to say that he recognized me. Like I, I happened to, because I know he was at another show too and someone told me and I didn't get a chance to see him. I think I'm, it was a wrestler that told me like, oh yeah, I think I'm like a Magnum. He's like, oh yeah, R.C. Dupree's downstairs. I'm like, what? No shit. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then turns out like I seen him at that show and like we got to at a jail weekend we got to talk a little bit so that's that's kind of cool so let's uh let's uh let's wrap this up with uh we didn't really do any throughout the the weekend of the well ah, the other episodes but like as a whole how would you rate jail at 2018 as well as the Chandler Biggs World Tag Team Tournament again on a scale of like one to or the a to whatever we're doing because I haven't been on here in a while give me a reminder uh letter I'm a big fan of letter. When it comes to wrestling shows, I think I'm a good big fan of letter grades. But oddly enough, when it comes to like movies and other stuff, I do a star rating. But I think with wrestling scenes, how star ratings are just blown out of fucking proportion, I'd rather do a letter grade. 11 and a half stars. <laughs> Pretty much. Every Omega Okada match. What? Did I say that? Uh, it's hard to get a perfect show, especially the fact that I was dead tired from a lot of the stuff that weekend. Mm-hmm. But again, this is just a solid like B plus event. I don't think I can ever give a wrestling show an A because, in my opinion, there's no such thing as a perfect wrestling show. I mean, I'm the same way with movies. Like, if I give something a five star, it's because the build up for it was top notch to where whether the build up for it or or something like I'm trying for obviously me being a big. Avengers fan and a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, I gave Infinity War five stars, but that was just me. I feel like if if certain shows have enough build going into them and like every match has some sort of purpose, like granted, you're not going to have every storyline end at a at a big show, whether it be, you know, WWE, WrestleMania, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, and New Japan, Absolution, and AIW. There needs to be something that's like at the end of the show, shows or whatever. It's just a cumulative, a lot of storylines. Obviously, in AIW, it's like I said before, it's Absolution. So that's AIW's mania. So normally, it's your Absolutions that are going to get the higher grades. For a Jaylet weekend, you know, I, I would Jaylet's also getting a higher grade. Yeah, as a whole, I give the weekend a. I think I'd give it a B too. The the Chandler Biggs World Tag Team Tournament, I'll I'll one up it and give it a B plus. So B plus, A minus. I like I like the variety that we got from the show. That was one of the best parts of the weekend is the variety. Yeah. Nothing really repeated itself, which is kind of a problem with some shows. It gets very repetitive. That was not an issue with any of the shows. All right. Any uh, final thoughts or last-minute plugs before we go? Um, Buy Jaylet Weekend on VOD or whatever it's out on MP4 or whatever you buy. And per usual, I'm... Um, at KVR216 on legitimately all social media. And give you money. Yeah, yeah that too. Let's check my Twitter. It's pinned. <laughs> it's a weird thing for like you to like say it on something like this. Like, oh yeah, and give me money because money. I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, I know. I know. That's that's why I'm that. I have to be the one to say, hey, give him money. But anyway. It's um, on my Twitter. You can go find it. Pin tweet and everything. I've retweeted it once in a week. Yeah, because everybody else, like, quote tweets it for you. Yeah, I had to do no work besides tweet it at one time. Hey, if you have $5, cool, that helps, thanks. And he, I, like, I think the amount that you have right now is twice as much as it was last week when I was recording with Stacy. so. Yeah, I have a lot. So please continue to help support, and um, I know there's a lot of other people that are throwing in support one way or another like you know we're we're doing the the t-shirt thing if you can't help even just retweeting it or sharing it that's something i think uh didn't andrew palace do something too all of his merch at the iwc show this past saturday anything that was sold went towards the gofundme 
technically. That's awesome. Of course, you can find myself, which I don't talk about enough. You can find myself at Heavyset330 on all your social media. You can find this show at Wrestling Cheers on all your social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, and Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email if you so choose a desire, Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. We got a What a Maneuver store where you can only get the Wrestling Cheers shirt, but through them, through us, directly, you will be able to get the Fight Caden Fight shirt. Like I said, hopefully more on that within the next week, if not next two weeks. But we'll keep you posted through this show. And when we tweet about it, it's going to be very cryptic. But if you listen to the show, you'll know what we mean. But anyway, please you know, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this fine podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, and Spotify, as well as Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And check out all of the shows on the Training Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Chill, and the 450 Podcast. Check out our podcast friends, and we've added some here, so please pay attention. We have the Chris Clems Cavs Cast, Wingcast, a wingman podcast with Steve Guy, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shear and El Hardano Diablo, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, which features Stacy from the show last week, and uh, a special add-in that we had recently is the center club and that's or not maybe center club i wrote that wrong that's that's his twitter handle it's actually center stage and that's spelled s-e-n-t-a-r at at like i said at center club i believe it's ben center he is a fellow aw fan and uh fan of this podcast and i recently found out he has his own podcast and he's only three episodes in the first one he interviews a relative of his i believe uh the second episode he interviews someone who he podcasts with in the uk from uh a particular podcast that he's from oddly enough backstory about me i actually came from a uk podcast too so i thought that was kind of cool and here in their conversation they i mean they talk about a, a bunch of different things but also the the as of this recording the most recent podcast is a really cool sit down with some of the creators behind powerbomb so that's one of the reasons to definitely check that out uh, i i enjoy listening to that and still no date when it's going to come out but they actually explain that it's not they're not releasing it directly it's it's through a different company so like the the weight is on them so please please be patient and trust me i am saying that for myself too because i'm really looking forward to this movie anyway so please check out friend fan of the show he like i said local aw fan local fan in general so help help support him out center stage podcast we also have the road home from wrestling kick out at two the indie cast and marks with mics and check out some of our other non-podcast friends such as thrift store jobber rebel life media set tab photo ringside shots photography neo sports insiders and the official graphic designer of wrestling cheers moy boy designs that will do it for us here on wrestling cheers where everybody knows your name even if you're the doctor of death matches later Sometimes you want to go where everybody